ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Thursday, June 3rd. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. White Claw Heart Seltzer. It is made pure. Coming up today on the program, Tavion Kinsey. Workouts have been happening at the Henderson Center for Marshall Basketball. We had a chance to... Uh, Get Tavion on the program today, so we took that opportunity. So we're going to talk to him here in the next few minutes. Also, as I mentioned, we'll get your phone calls in at 877-420-TALK. You can join me online, Twitter, at Paul Swan. We also have Facebook for you. You can find The Drive with Paul Swan. We have a group and we have a page. You can like them both, and we're there every day for you. And, of course, on that Facebook page group, we uh, we want you to – to set the discussion there. So I'm hoping uh, to see you soon on social media. We got a lot to get into today. As always, NBA action, Stanley Cup action happening tonight. But I need to talk about the USFL returning in 2022. I don't know how many teams we're going to see just yet. At least eight teams from what the reports are indicating. And The USFL also has a broadcast partner with Fox Sports lined up. And according to some of the media reports, Fox is also going to have a minority stake in the company that owns the USFL. We don't know all the details just yet. It's going to come out. But I hope the USFL comes back with a lot of the trademarks. And I hope the USFL succeeds where it should have been succeeding and thriving in the first place, but due to poor mismanagement by certain owners, and this is not political statement whatsoever, so get that out of your mind right now, Donald Trump wrecked the USFL. I like the USFL, and he wrecked it. Wanted to go after the NFL. There's a great documentary on this. It was an ESPN 30 for 30 about this, and Donald Trump wanted to take on the NFL pretty much. The USFL was a complementary league. It was a spring league, and that's where it was thriving. It was competitive. It was actually getting some big names to join the league as well. And unfortunately, you have an owner, delusions of grandeur here, and I think the USFL could have grown into something separate, but maybe even equal to the NFL. But the USFL, unfortunately, got in its own way, and unfortunately, it folded. Now, there have been some interesting takes on spring football. The Alliance of American Football, uh, that was interesting, but didn't last very long. You had the XFL, not once, but twice, and now we'll have a third iteration of it because a ownership group, including Dwayne The Rock Johnson, taking it out of bankruptcy, I mean, strike two for Vince McMahon. He tried, The second time, though, I thought the XFL, before the pandemic, really just railroaded it. I thought the XFL was on to something here. I felt it felt like a logical upgrade to what the XFL was. Playing on the brand name, playing on some of the currency you had from when it was a thing originally, putting in some smart 
football rules, making some changes. Some smart product decisions here. I thought the quality was good. It was spring football, after all. It's not NFL. It's not the National Football League. So you go into that knowing that, okay, this is not the NFL. But at the same time, it's not bad. It's not a bad brand of football. It's entertaining. It's fun. It serves its purpose. And it's rather enjoyable. I, I liked a little bit of the XFL. Now, I didn't bond with any one particular team. I was a, I was a Vegas Outlaws fan back in the old XFL days. There wasn't a team for me really to bond with. And, and that might have come over time. But pandemic hits, and unfortunately the XFL has to go into bankruptcy. And now maybe the third time's the charm for the XFL. But the USFL coming back. And you already have the spring football league that's going on. I actually watched a little bit of that. It's okay. It is what it is meant to be. And it's sort of a, here's a league. You're trying to get yourself out there developmental opportunity to get some some reps in, play some football. Maybe you can make it at the next level. Maybe you can showcase yourself. If you're good enough, maybe a team will take notice. It, it's, it's an outlet. It's a platform. But if the USFL can launch and become really a complementary league to the NFL, I think both can exist. But now you've got competition because apparently – there seems to be a demand for spring football. No one entity has been able to just pin it down. What is it that will translate into success and keep a league financially stable and viable? But I love the USFL. I love the days of the USFL, I think, was really ahead of its time. And that's the beauty of it. But at the same time, you got a good thing, and then you you go in directions you shouldn't go. If it was spring football, I think it would have had a place to this day. And, and also, a lot of it was TV. You're trying to compete with the NFL. You're trying to get NFL TV. And first of all, you're not getting NFL TV. Nothing is prying the NFL TV. And, of course, there's that antitrust lawsuit, which resulted in, I think, was it $3? $3 was the, the settlement, was the, okay, you won the case, here you go. The NFL's on the hook for $3. And that really just devastated the league. But I'm excited about that. Actually, I'm, I'm excited about that news, that you've got the USFL. Possibly, if everything seems to be in place here, 2022, I'd love to see what the teams are. And maybe, maybe the USFL can play in some NFL cities. Maybe there are going to be some alternative cities. I don't know. Where will the USFL have to play to make it viable? I mean, how many teams can we have in LA and New York and Chicago? I mean, do you have a team in Cincinnati? Do you have a team in Columbus? Do you have a team in, in Cleveland? I mean, you try to get to the heartland here. I mean, are you, you going to put it in Orlando? Are you going to put it in places where, I mean, spring football, you're trying to attract the crowd and, and generate some interest? Will having a New York team generate success? Will having a team in L.A. generate success? Or will having a team in, I don't know, New Jersey again? I mean, just call them New Jersey like like they were. It was a New Jersey team. Or do you go elsewhere? I mean, do you have a team in Memphis? I don't know. I'm interested to see where this goes, but I'm excited about that. And, of course, you know, what that means also is an opportunity for players – 
to if they didn't get into the NFL or they didn't land with a team, they didn't get on a scout team, they didn't get on a practice squad, they didn't make the roster, but yet they're viable and they just need a more of an opportunity to showcase that they're capable of playing at the NFL. And, of course, you got the Canadian Football League as well, which the XFL and the CFL are in talks. I don't know what that's going to look like, if anything. But you still you have viable football. And if this is going to be a spring league, hopefully this will be the viable one. This will be the one that makes the comeback. I would love to see a comeback here. And they're going to use the old logo as well, that old old arts, that USFL, that what was a red, blue, white logo. I'm excited for this. We got more to get into. NFL is um, fast approaching, of course, but we've got NBA, we've got Stanley Cup, we've got college basketball faster than you think. We've got college football coming back fast as you think. And Tavion Kenzie, to illustrate a point, basketball season's going to be here sooner than you know. And Tavion's already been in the gym. Tavion's been on the court. Tavion's been trying to get better. Tavion Kinsey, my guest, when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. want to welcome to the program now, Marshall University basketball standout Tavion Kinsey and Workouts continue at the Cam Henderson Center, and Tay, it's been a tough year. We're finally getting through everything. Where are you at now compared to where you were at last year? Um, I would say I'm a, I'm I'm way much stronger than what I was last year. Uh, I probably put on ten pounds this summer. You know, I'm uh around 195 last year. I was around 185. So this year, around 195 put on some weight, feel better, you know, and um, been working on my shot a lot. You know, it's, it's way smoother than usual. I'm not hesitating, you know, going off of uh, screens. And um, when guys back up off of me this time last year, you know, I, I, I was kind of hesitant to shoot it because I, I didn't believe as much in myself. But this year uh, I, I have utmost confidence, you know, because Dan has confidence in me and I, I've just been working on my jump shot. So I would say, uh, Still got a lot of things to tighten up. Uh, still a long summer ahead. So right now I'm, I'm I'm feeling good though. Compared to last season, when we just weren't certain, just weren't certain where things were going to go. Does it feel more normal now? We're back into more of a, a realistic rhythm, a more familiar rhythm, and getting ready for the season. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, this year having summer basketball. Is a, is a big plus, you know, guys, new guys get to come in and meet us. You know, we get to gel with them. Uh, we get to gel with our new team that we have now. Um, I think it's, it's going to propel us into this season coming forward. Let's talk about those new guys. Uh, you've got some new faces, as you mentioned. Some uh, old faces are no longer with the team. So gelling, getting a rhythm with the new guys, very important. Talk about what you've seen so far and uh, what stands out to you? Uh, I, I'll put them in a group all together. Um, all of them come in, they work hard every single day. Um, a lot of them ask questions. They're not afraid to talk to me. As a freshman, I came in, you know, I was a little silent, but I had Sean and CJ to rely on. Um, this year, it's kind of like they came in at a time where, you know, we got a lot of guys who 
are stepping up into being leaders. You know, we lost Jared. Um, we lost a lot of our big leaders. So now guys are stepping up and becoming leaders, which is showing the new guys who are coming in how to step up and become leaders. Um, everybody talks. They uh, they don't hesitate to ask questions when they don't know any know something. Um, for the most part, they come in and work hard. They put in. I, I catch them in here every now and then after practice, putting in shots. You know, putting in extra work, and I think that's going to help them a lot. You know, with that transition from high school to college, you got a lot of hand, time on your hands in summertime. It's it's not AAU anymore. You got a gym. You you got access to the gym. And those guys are taking advantage of it. I think they came in um, for this first summer session and they learned what they have to do. And then when comes July, when we come to our second summer session before school, I think those those guys will be more, you know, acquainted, more more up to date with everything, up to speed with everything. So for the most part, those guys, they, they did very well this first summer session. You talk about guys stepping up being leaders. Have you found that it's easy with this group. They want to come in. They want to learn. Or have you had to be a little bit more vocal? Because I know you lead by example, but you're not afraid to say something if it needs said. Uh yeah. Uh, I'm making sure I step up uh, talking, especially um, on defense and offense. For for example, um, me being a voice out there, we had Jared as our defensive captain, but he taught me a lot of his defensive ways. So um, with him not being around, I feel like I have to, you know, take that into consideration and step up and be a leader now, be more vocal. Um, I make sure I help the guys who, you know, are new, the younger guys who have came in and um, need help or need need something to be explained or just, you know, throwing a little bit of my knowledge in, how I get past players, what I see and things of that nature. Anything I can do to help, that's more so what I do now. I'm way more verbal than I, I, I was before. So. Tavion Kenzie joins us, Sam. With this new group, has anyone stood out to you? Have you you sat back and, and looked and gone, wow, or yeah, is it too soon? I mean, these kids are still getting uh, acclimated and trying to get into a system and kind of get a rhythm. Um, each of them stand out. Each of them stand out. I think Kyle Kyle stands out to me, the guard. He um, comes down. He plays with pace. You know, I, a lot of guys don't have that that transfer from high school to college energy, you know, where it's a faster game when you get here. And I had to learn that the hard way. And it was, he, he's coming into practice with a pace that's already on our level. So, you know, he's kind of more comfortable when, when mistakes happen and things like that happen. It's not so bad because he's playing with pace. We know he's playing his hardest. So it kind of subtracts when you make a mistake. Um, Chase, he comes in, uh, he's a big that can dribble. You don't really see that as much. You know, he can handle the ball. He can make the right passes. Very smart. You know, high basketball IQ, not afraid to ask questions, not afraid to talk. And then we have Creighton, and he comes in, and he works hard every single day. He's not afraid to ask questions. He's always in his right spot. He takes pride in defense. You know, he'll step up and guard the best player in here without any type of doubt in his mind that he can't stop him or he can't stop him. So he can step up and do multiple things. They all bring something different to the table, but overall they all bring a certain – you know, leadership in. They they come in as leaders of their own team when they were in high school, and they kind of bring that in here, and they lead themselves, and then they look for us, you know, our, us older guys for help, and things like that. But as young guys coming in, I tell them, I, I want you to be a leader too. You see me off, you can talk to me, you can tell me what I'm doing wrong. If you see something, I'm not afraid to learn from anybody of any age. So um, I think me being verbal and saying that made those guys more comfortable, felt like they can talk more to me. 
and and things of that nature. So, Davion Kenzie's with us, and you talk about learning from people. You're not afraid to to get criticism. You you put yourself out there. You explored what the NBA might mean to you. You have exposed yourself to criticism, critique, learning, everything going through that process. Ultimately, you decided to come back and take that knowledge and apply it. But have you found that everything that you've gone through trying to explore the next level has really translated into what you hope to be an outstanding season for you and maybe get you to where you want to be at this point? Uh, definitely, definitely. I um, the criticism and the and the and the and the pointers and the help that I that they gave me that I needed to you know come back to school. I mean, I they they told me I could have went last year, but I don't think that was the right decision myself personally because I wanted to come back. I did. We left with a bad taste on our mouth last year, um, and then this year I felt like I had a lot to get better. I needed to get stronger. I needed to mentally prepare for those guys in the league. I'm playing against some of the best players in the world. So, you know, so I took the criticism and the critique and everything that I needed as they're trying to help me. Nothing is bad. Everything is like, you're here. You have their attention. They're just trying to help you get to where you want to be. So I took that in my mind, and I was like, okay, I'm going to apply it every day out here. And, you know, I, I would hope it rubs off onto some of the other guys. That's kind of what I'm trying to do. I want to I – don't, I don't look so much in, into me or my season or – anything I look as in the team effort, uh, us as a unit, what can I bring back that's going to rub off on some of these younger guys or rub off on some of the other guys that's my age or some of the other guys that's unsure what they need to do. If I could lead by example and come back and, and have the criticism or have the knowledge that I know to get to the next level, then I could help some guys who may be thinking about, you know, playing basketball at the next level or just maybe just helping our team be better in any type of way. So I think that really helped me make my decision in coming back, and I ultimately think I made a, a, a great decision. Whether how the season goes or not, um, I'm just excited to play. And I think last year I was more so focused on, like, you know, I, I got to be a leader and things like that, and I put a lot of pressure on myself. But I think um, after, you know, just going through my whole career at, at Marshall and looking back and now me being a senior, it's like, don't go so don't go get too far in it and just be like you know, hey, I'm trying to do all this. I'm trying to accomplish all this. I'm trying to just do all all these things and get overwhelmed by it. Instead, I just want to be happy to be out here every single day. I want to make my team better, and I think the game will flow way more easier for me, and it'll come way more easier. And I'll be more patient. I'll be more calm, and that's kind of what I want to you know put forth and show everybody that that's how I'm going to be this season. Tavion Kinsey joins us. And you mentioned that you felt like there was some unfinished business and you're, you're coming back and you've got same mindset, but it feels like it's a little bit different as well. You still have unfinished business, I'm sure. You want to win that conference championship. You want to get that tournament, get back to the NCAA tournament and, and play on that stage. But at, at the same time, are you are you laser focused on that or – how are you attacking it differently this time? Because it feels like you're you're ready just to go out there, give it your all, and if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But at the same time, you still want to make it happen. Yes, yes. I, I think I'm, I'm this year. I'm mentally preparing on the game. I'm, I'm I'm taking a mental standpoint from from basketball. I think because if if your mind is straight and your head is on straight, 
then you'll perform better. You know, I'm mentally preparing myself. If I come into the gym and I make this shot a million times, then when the game happens and I need to make that shot, then there wouldn't be any pressure because mentally I know, hey, I've shot the shot multiple times. I've done everything I need to do to be prepared for this moment right here. And I kind of took that from from a book and uh, Paige and Kobe's book. But, you know, I, I really look at it as a mental standpoint this year. You know, I want to go out there, and our goal is always to get back to the NCAA tournament, win the Conference USA Championship. All of that is a goal that we always had. So that I feel like overall that's our team goal, and I'm always for the team first. But for me, I'm mentally preparing on how I can set players up, how I can do this, how I can put us in the best trajectory to win the game, how I can put us in the best, you know, the best circumstances that we don't have to be worried about, you know, us losing the game or we don't have to be worried about us not being prepared for when we play bigger teams or us not being prepared when we make it to the tournament. I'm trying to mentally focus in this year with a different type of focus so that we can be ready. Everything could be steady, flowing, and we just have a good year. Um, Last year, I kind of got into a negative mindset towards the end of the season. Some of my shots wasn't falling. A lot of people were getting, you know, acquainted with my moves because we were playing teams two times in a row. So now this year, I'm like, I'm trying to bring out everything. It's my last year. I want to win. And I think everybody's going to know that when you step out on the court with me, it's time to win. We're not losing this game. Every every game should be positive. And any time a, a teammate misses a shot, misses a pass, misses a catch, Everything is positive this year. There's no more yelling because this is my last year and it's the way I want to go out this year. I feel like, you know, me coming back, I can lead these guys. And we already have some leaders here. We already have some great guys here. So if we put it all together as a team, we, we should we should be great. Tavion Kenzie joins us. And you talk about all of that leadership. And I know you are, are someone who, you you have goals and you have dreams and you have hopes and you're not afraid to put in the work. Are you pretty much camping out now at the Henderson Center? Are you, you is Coach Dan set up a room for you so you can just wake up, go right out on the court? Because I know <laughs> you you're pretty much going to live in the Henderson Center until they kick you out. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to some of the guys and it was like, you know, this is the last week. You know, I'm I'm hyped. Yeah, and everybody's you know hyped to be out of the last week of workouts, the summer workouts, and nobody really wants to be here in the summertime. It's just summer. But I've been doing this for years. You know, I'm 21 years old now. Um, basketball is what I live by. You know, I can have fun. I can do everything that I want to do when I make it to the level that I'm at. Like, I mean, when I make it to the level that I want to be at. So for me, I, I've had every coach and every NBA GM tell me, lock yourself in the gym. You know, lock yourself in the gym. Make sure you're in the gym. Shoot a, a thousand times a day, making a thousand shots, taking a thousand more shots, making a thousand more shots. Just you know, keeping my mindset like that, and I feel like that'll prepare me to the next level. I do take my time, you know, to myself where you know I'll clear my head or I'll meditate or I'll you know relax. But for the most part, if these guys go home for the summer. It's nothing for me at home. It's a gym here. I have all access to it. I have rebounders. I have machines that could pass me the ball. Why would I go somewhere else? And that's that's just my mindset for this summer. That's how that's that's how when I ended the last year, that's all I thought about was how I'm going to go hard this this next summer. 
so that I can be even better. I had a great year last year, but it's like, how can I be even better? Every year is about how I can be better than, than, than the last year. Every day is about how I can be better than my, my yesterday. So that's just the mindset that I have. Tavion Kenzie joins us. Uh, feels good, man. We're, we're back in a normal rhythm here. Uh, you know, you're no more masks, right? You know, we can, we can start getting back into just playing basketball, not focusing on things that you have to, uh, you know, worry about on a daily basis. I'm sure it's going to feel good just uh, to get into that normal routine. Once you get into practice, once you get into season, going to classes and, uh, of course, enjoy all of it. I mean, we're going to talk soon again, but enjoy all of it because, uh, I mean, this is a, you're a big man on campus now, Tavion. <laughs> I wouldn't say all that. I wouldn't say all that. But, yeah, it, it definitely feels good to be back. It's, it's kind of everything is flowing back to normal, and I pray every single day that it stays this way and that we, we do get back to normal. Um, we had a great summer. We're going to continue to have a great summer. And, you know, this next year, I just want to have it be a fun year. I don't want it to be a stressful year. I don't want to put stress on myself. And it's, it's kind of like everybody's like, yeah, why didn't you go? Why did, why did you stay? Why, you know, you, you could risk the, the, the year of getting injured. You could risk this. You could risk that. It's all this. And I, I don't look at it in any, any type of negative way. I look at it in a positive way. I feel like God has a plan for me. I, I listen to him, and he told me to come back. He told me, don't rush. Be patient. And that's just something that I live by. So, you know, just getting ready for this season, getting ready for this last year of school for me. And I, I just want to make it a good one. Tavion Kinsey, my guest. Good talking to you again. I'm glad we we're uh, able to get back into the swing of things here. And uh, have a good summer. And we'll talk to you soon, definitely, when you get back in the gym. Of course, what am I talking about? You're going to be in the gym every day. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Tavion Kinsey, my guest. We've got more coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to your Thursday, June 3rd edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We've got NBA and NHL action tonight in the NBA. Game six, Denver leading the series three games to two against the Trailblazers. So that's happening tonight. Denver, Portland, that is set for 8 p.m. That's going to be on TNT. And then after that, 10.30 p.m., will the Lakers respond? Will it be a game seven performance in a game six atmosphere? Suns taking on the Lakers tonight. Suns could eliminate the Lakers, and LeBron James could lose his first ever first-round series. He's never experienced defeat in the first round, and that's coming up tonight, 10.30 p.m. on TNT. We're going to try to get to that game later tonight on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. we got Pirates baseball coming up first tonight, but after that, we're going to try to get to that game for you. On the ice tonight, 7 o'clock, we go on the air on Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. The Boston Bruins taking on the New York Islanders. Uh, second round here of the Stanley Cup players in the East. Second round, game three, series tied. One piece. It's going to be a pretty good one tonight. So we've got that for you on Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. And then coming up at 8 o'clock tonight, you like how the NHL, they stagger it a little bit different. You know, the NBA, you get a game at 8, you get a game at 10.30. The uh, 
The NHL, 7.30 and 8. No, we're going to play at the same time. 8 o'clock tonight on the USA Network. Carolina Hurricanes taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning, and that is set for USA Network. Series is two games to none in favor of Tampa Bay. And again, I, I think right now of all the teams that are playing, Carolina is probably the closest to a team that West Virginia can get behind. I know it's a stretch, but the Lightning are looking pretty good right now, leading the series two games to none. That's a look at what's happening. And, of course, your uh, big-time sports roundup. And if you like if you like hockey like I do, you got to be excited right now that the United States – World Championships are going on right now, and the USA has advanced to the semifinals, beat Slovakia 6-1. They they came out at the number one seed in this thing. So the United States is doing well. I like to see that. I like to see that. I like seeing our our national teams always excel, doesn't matter what the sport is. Uh, you know, when it comes to when it comes to sports. When it comes to international competition, I am as patriotic as they come. I'm not going to be that fan that shows up with the flag as a cape and wearing an eagle's head uh, over my face. I'm not going to be that guy. But I am into, especially when it's international competition, I, I am all for it. If United States and all sports came up, came out dressed up as Captain America, I'd be all for it. So uh, pretty excited there. Of course, the summer games are happening pretty soon. I'm kind of curious. With everything that's happened over the the last, what, 18 months, give or take, are we looking forward to the summer games? It it still feels like it's a a disaster waiting to, to finally meet its conclusion, but are we excited about the summer games? I'm not sure if I am. As this thing is finally being pieced together, we're, what, 50 days out from the games in, in Japan? Yeah, I'm not feeling any excitement. Not that not, not that there ever is, like, a run-up, hey, the, the summer I'm more of a winter Olympics fan. I, I like the winter games better than I like the summer games. I, I don't know why. Of course, you know, the obvious one's hockey, but I just always like the winter sports more. It seemed more fascinating to me. And most people like the summer games, but is that going to be like the cultural thing to do is that going to be we're all going to be watching the the summer games this year i'm not so sure about that but hey i'll be watching metal count every night we're going to wrap it up when we continue it's the drive espn 94.1 and am 9:30. don't worry paul swan has the wheel on the drive espn 94.1 fm and am 9 30 We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Paul Swan, your host. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed our interview with Tavion Kenzie. And if you missed it, you can always go back and catch it. We'll have it posted on our podcast page. How do you find that? Well, it's real simple. You go to wrvc.com. We got the player right there. You don't have to do anything. You can just hit play right there from the website. Of course, you can also subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We will be there. And, of course, you can listen to the show live every day on the website as well. And you can do so by clicking the play link. And while you're there, get the app. 
get the app. We've got it for Android. We've got it for iOS. I've got the links right there. You download the app. You can listen to the show live as it's happening. And, of course, using the app, you can also use it as the place to get your podcast. We've got the podcast posted. It goes to the app. It's crazy. We're spending millions of dollars for this app, so you need to go download this app right now. I mean millions. We're spending a small fortune for these apps, and I want you to use them. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks to, of course, uh, everyone who has downloaded already. We appreciate that. And everyone who listens to the show, either live or on podcast, we appreciate it. However you get the show, do thank you for tuning in. Of course, it is Thursday. As I mentioned, we've got hockey. We've got NBA action coming up tonight. Uh, we have got baseball. That's right, baseball. I didn't mention that. I didn't mention that because, well, you know. You know what happens. We have baseball all the time. And one game in progress, bottom of the eighth with an out. Rockies on top of the Rangers, 11-2. to Pirates taking on the Marlins tonight. 7.05 is going to be first pitch. We go on the air, 6.40, right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Pirates coming into this one, 20-34. The Marlins... Coming in a cool 24 and 30. So looking forward to that action coming up here tonight. Again, Pirates Baseball, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Can you believe it? Just going back to Tavion, we're actually talking about basketball again. Didn't we just wrap that up just a few weeks ago, it feels like? But we're back in the swing of things again with basketball. And, of course, we're getting to the point now where Football is starting to ramp back up, and everything else is starting to come alive. So it's fun from that standpoint that we finally are getting to the point where we're back in sort of a normal rhythm with these sports, and that's good to see. That is very good to see. But at the same time, it feels like it's so far away. we got football coming up sooner than you think. Coach Huff is going to... Finally get that team on the field to play a game here sooner than you, you realize. And I know that's going to excite a lot of Herd fans. I know it's exciting fans here in the building because our very own Bill Cornwell told me that he already has hit the newsstands and he has got the latest sports books. You know, the guides that come out every year, Athlon, Street and Smith, all of that, and the thing I love about Cornwell is after he's done with them, he gives them to me, so I don't have to pay for them. As I always remind you, don't pay for those things. Information is probably, what, outdated? It, it's, it's a nice little starting point, but that stuff's probably outdated by the time you get those national previews. I mean, if you want to take like, a look at a glimpse and, and see where you think Marshall should be compared to where they're listed in the magazine, and it's fine, but still... Don't pay full price for those things. Don't do not do it. It's not worth it. But at the same time, I've got the magazines, and I'm going to go look them all over tonight and um, check it out. And I might have to go take, like, a black pen and do some corrections. Okay, oh, that player's no longer there, transfer portal. I'm going to have to cross-reference all of that stuff and get it get it right. But, yeah, that's – I'm admit to it. I'm going to honestly admit to it. I would hit the newsstand – and I would go with Bill. 
I would go with him. We'd hit the newsstand and go get those things. They were cheaper then also, but we would just go get those things and and read them. Where's Marshall? Especially when Marshall moved up into the Mac, it's like, where's Marshall at? Oh, okay, they're rated higher. And when they were list Marshall, when Marshall wasn't in Division One, it was 1A, 1AA, I'm sorry. Hey, where's the herd ranking? Oh, hey, herd's ranked higher than these. Oh, yeah, the herd's ranked higher than these teams. That was cool. Now, different, different, and then I mean different mindset for me. It's like, okay, that's nice. I, I know now. I know better. I realize, okay, that guy talked to somebody on the phone for like five minutes, put together some notes, and, and there's his story. Still, fun time every single year. And, uh, again, being a friend of Bill Cornwell means I get free stuff sometimes because Bill's like, oh, okay, yeah, here you go. got these. Check it out. I think that's like $50 I saved. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate uh, I want to say I appreciate you. Thanks for doing Really, thanks for tuning in. That's going to do it for this edition. Back tomorrow, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.